This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every single Monday night, 7 p.m., you can find it live on Facebook, YouTube, usually Instagram. For some reason, Instagram not working tonight, so my apologies already. Off to a blazing start. Today on the show, a superb owl was held yesterday. Also, it was the Super Bowl. But first, let's take a look at some live dates, huh? If you're going to be out and about checking it out on Valentine's Day, make sure you join me over at House of Comedy Mall of America. Show is at 7.30. What better way to say I love you than with some stand-up comedy? Myself, Jeff Fozer, Lauren Rice. You can get tickets at rudypovich.com. February 16th through the 18th, this Thursday through Saturday night. Five shows, Batavia, Illinois, the Comedy Vault with the one and only Adam Ray. Uh, also, rudypovich.com. Get your tickets there. March 10th, Paddy Wagon, Richfield, Minnesota. March 23rd, Woodstock, Illinois with Tammy Pescatelli. Should be an awesome show at a theater that is easily nine times older than I am. Check out the website. Dude, can't believe I'm on that show. Thank you guys very much for checking it out. RudyPovich.com. All right, so we'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl today. Plus, we'll find out some goings-ons. You guys may have been following me on Instagram over the last few days, finding out exactly what has been happening, why this is that we've taken this show, and we've taken it from 9.45 a.m. and putting it on to uh, Monday nights at 7 and only one time a week as compared to doing it daily. We'll get into that in just a moment. But first, you may have noticed if you are on the live feed, um, only on Facebook and on Instagram, that my daughter Kinley is joining me today, which is a little, I have to say, very surprising because usually stuff like this when it comes to you wanting to hang out with your dad in any sort of capacity... It takes a lot for me to be able to convince you. But for whatever reason, you asked me the other day if you could be on the podcast. And I said, sure, we couldn't make it happen. That was like two months ago. Okay, you got to say that into the microphone. Speak up. That was like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's, we couldn't make it happen because I had to stop doing the podcast. And then you were at school every day when I'm trying to do the podcast. So we just couldn't make it work. I mean, imagine being 14 years old and your people have to call your dad's people to be able to make it work because our schedules just don't align. Do <laughs> you have any thoughts on this? Usually no. usually when you're speaking into a microphone, it's good to have opinions, but that's okay. We're going we're gonna to start slowly but surely. No, I just we're feel g- like awkward. Yeah, it's your first time doing one of these. You looked at me just now <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why do you feel awkward about it? Oh, is it the music? No, I just like don't like like cameras just pointed at me. Yeah, okay. Well, then why is it that you asked to be on the podcast? I was honestly joking. Just. Well, you're still doing it. 
What is it? You have any interest on ever wanting to become a broadcaster? No. You have any interest on ever wanting to be a stand-up comedian? Nope. What about? What about just doing like the the production side of it? No. Like you don't ever want to do like graphics work. You don't want to produce audio. I've asked you many times before. You are more than welcome to do the audio production for the podcast that I do because chopping and producing audio is one of the easiest things ever, and it's really good money. You can make a killing. Could you imagine no. you walking around with just wads of cash in your pocket? It's either it's either edit audio or be a drug dealer. One of the two. What's it going to be? Choose now at 14 years old. <laughs> we got to change this music. It's getting a little weird, I think. Well, what is it that you do want to do? I don't know. Because right now we have, listen, you and I have come to a little bit of an impasse when it comes to you wanting to get out and do things because you had <laughs> gymnastics for the longest time. I mean, listen, if somebody can make a couple of dollars watching Young Sheldon, my daughter would be a millionaire nine times over. But <laughs> what is it about that show that you like, by the way? Is it because the humor is relatable? Because you are very smart. <laughs> I don't know. You don't. You have no idea no, what it is. I don't. Is it? I mean, you find. I find you laughing at it quite, quite often. <laughs> I know because it's funny. Okay. Well, that's the allure to it, then. Yeah. It's well, the yeah, fact but that, like I didn't choose it on my own. Like I didn't just like find it and be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this. Why did somebody choose the show you wanted to watch for you? Well, that no. Seems, that seems weird. No, but like my friends watch it, so then I just watched it. Oh. So it wasn't like my choice to watch it, I guess. Oh. You know? Okay. <laughs> so is that why we listen to Taylor Swift all day, every day in this household? Because your friends listen to it? Or do you genuinely like her? No. <laughs> I don't know. So you don't know if you like Taylor Swift? No, I do. Oh. Do you feel sometimes that there is nothing else to listen to? That there's other things that you would rather be listening to, but instead you latch on to Taylor Swift because that is what everybody is listening to? No. No? Who is it that you like outside of that? Because you used <laughs> to have, well, I'm not joking, when you were younger, you used to have a very deep and eclectic taste of music. You were very much so into Devil Makes, uh, Devil Makes Three. You really like Brett Denon. These are artists that you don't necessarily see kids your age really you know, clinging on to. Okay. So My what? What is it? So what is it about? What is it about Taylor Swift that you dig? I don't know. Would you consider yourself a Swifty? No, don't say that. Am I, what do you mean? Why not say that? That's exactly that's what you are. So weird. Why is that's that not weird? If Taylor was here herself, she'd be very happy that we're Swifties. Cause I'm. Hey, I'm a proud carrying Stop. card member of the Swifties. Stop. I like that. What's that jam? Uh, we can't play it on the podcast or I'd find it, but what's the name of the, uh, what's that New York song? The one she sings about New York all the time. I like that song. Welcome to New York. Is it? Is it welcome? No, wait, there's a better. Okay, well, there's another song that she sings that's better than, okay, yeah, you're right. It was welcome to, no, but there's another song that you play all the time that I hear and I'm like, I don't oh. play that one all the time. Okay, well, you're, you're right. It has been a while. You have shifted your musical taste over because for a, the, a while there it was, it wasn't Glass Animals, it wasn't ELO. I'm trying. It was an, it was three names: LTD, PTSD, Dad. 
bad. What was the name of that band you liked? AJR. AJR. There we go. I knew I was close. I wasn't too far off. I wasn't that far off. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you were. I was close. I was close. It's been a while since I've done top 40 radio. So, uh, all right. Before we get into a little bit of Super Bowl talk, let's talk about why it is that this podcast has moved over to 7 p.m. on Monday nights instead of doing it daily at 9.45 a.m. And that is because the announcement was made just the other day. If this is the first time you are hearing it. Uh, I'm going to be doing a new podcast daily, Monday through Friday, starting at 7 a.m., streaming live until 10 a.m., and then pushed out live on all the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is that you, wherever you find your podcasts, You'll be able to find it. But every day, uh, Tom Bernard, long radio legend here in Minneapolis, myself, not quite at the caliber of Tom Bernard, and then Brittany Arneson, who is uh, just a, a half a step down from Tom Bernard, much, I mean, when it comes to like the lineage and pedestals that we put radio people on in this market, it's like those two, top of the mountain, I'm just starting out at the bottom of the valley. And I feel very lucky, and I feel very honored. The fact that Tom Bernard, he himself, handpicked me to be on this show. We've been working hard over the last couple of months to get this thing rolling. So once we finally get this thing cooking, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. It's going to be um, it's going to be big. I'm really looking forward to the fact that uh, myself, Tom, and Brittany have known each other for so long. Tom Bernard takes a very I think he gets a bad reputation in town for things that have happened in the past, and I think it just sort of perpetuates this person that he is, but I find him to be nothing but nothing short of jolly and good-natured. So the fact that this show is going to be coming out every single day, I'm looking forward to it. You are going to be home every day having to put up with the fact that your dad is a big-time podcast star. How is that going to make you feel when you're roaming the halls of high school and your friends are like, hey, I was listening to your show, your dad's podcast today. What are you talking about? They're not going to listen to the podcast. Of course they are. Listen, we're building a podcasting empire on the back of a man who is 71 years old. Of course, kids who are 14 years old are going to love Love the podcast. I don't even listen to your podcast. (laughs) I know. That's the crazy part. Why is it that you don't listen to the podcast? Because you know that there are tens of people that listen to this podcast. You know, you know that your grandmother does not listen to this podcast. She's listening right now. Yeah, because you're on it. She doesn't give a, she doesn't give two shits about me. She hasn't for a long time. The, Don't say that. The second that you decide to peek your head into this podcast, she's like, "Oh, I wonder what's going on over on uh, the long walk to Cleveland. Let's find out, huh?" Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I've said this before. My when my mom said, uh, "Listen." Um, uh, when I told her, I said, hey, whatever inheritance you plan on giving me, I think you should just give it to my daughter, Kinley. And my mom said, that's kind of always been the plan. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm bringing it up is, uh, yeah, listen, I like the fact that, that Grammy stops by the podcast when you decide to do it. Other than that, uh, she has very little to zero interest in it. Um, and it seems like you tend to not have an interest in the things that your dad does either. Like, I don't know if you've noticed or not. I've worked very hard to build this tiny little career, this fledgling career that I have. And I come, listen, I, I go on the road. I'm gone for four days. I come back. I'm like, hello, family. 
I have come home. Would you like to, I don't know, give dad a hug? Ask how my weekend was? Everybody just stares at, by the time I get home, everybody's gone. Nobody's even around. You guys are out doing your thing. And then I unpack all my stuff. I come rolling in and then everybody just comes home and nobody, it seems as if everybody was just doing their own thing and not caring about the one guy who was going out and coming back with not bags, but Ziploc bags of money to be able to afford for everybody to go and do some of these things. I get this feeling that you are not impressed. Listen, do you remember the conversation that I had about the band Heim? Remember that? Remember? Remember? Okay. So listen. Let me get let me get some music rolling here. So there was a there was a time when my daughter actually used to enjoy hanging out with me. It doesn't happen very much often now, but there was once a time when you and I used to go out and do a lot of things together. And one of those things one night was we went to a Taylor Swift concert, and the band Heim opened for Taylor Swift. Get up on the mic. What'd you say? I don't know who that is. Okay, so <laughs> this is what happens is that you were so young, you went to the show, you loved the band Heim, <laughs> you, you loved them. You thought they were great. They were excellent. Oh, I don't even know who that is. You, you, well, now you don't because your mushy little brain at the time, you loved it. Not, not But I'm saying mushy little brain before. <laughs> your mushy little brain got rid of this information because it didn't need it. But when I took you to that show... You were very impressed with Heim. You liked Heim. Taylor Swift got up there with the knee-high leather white boots, and she sang her little heart out. Did you not have a good time at the show? Don't sneeze into the microphone. No, I was yawning. Oh, okay. Then, fast forward. So, the, wait, what are you, 14 now? So this must have been, I don't know. How old were you when you went to see Taylor Swift? Who were you, like, I don't eight? Know. Eight or nine? Must have been around that time. Anyway, <laughs> very impressed with Heim. Fast forward to six months ago. I'm in Kansas what City. That's just a piece of music. That's all. It's called a music bed. You play it underneath. That's why it's called a bed. You lay on the music. A music bed. But I am I'm in Kansas City with Jonathan Kite. We're doing shows at the at the Can- Comedy Club of Kansas City. And while we are down there, John who happens to know the band Heim, gets a phone call and says, hey, we're in town. We saw you are playing the club. We have a night off. We'd love to come down and hang. So John tells me, hey, by the way, the band Heim coming to come and hang at the show. I call you. I'm like, Kinley, you're never going to believe it. The band Heim is going to come to our show tonight. And your reaction was definitely not, you can't move the microphone, sweetheart. You have to. Yeah, well, because it makes noise. Can't you hear that in the headphones? You got to... Okay, yeah. No, see, get up. Speak up onto the... Get get onto the mic. There we go. Get, get up in there. Okay. Oh, man. This is why I don't do this. <laughs> it's very wiggly. I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. No, we won't. Yeah, we will. I'll just stay up on the mic, because then you have something to say. Get up on the mic. There. No. No, listen. Speak into the mic. I am. Okay, do you see how, no? did you notice like how much deeper it sounded in your headphones than no. when you were sitting way back? <laughs> okay, so yeah, so anyways, she did, there was nary a, wow, dad, that's really great. Even though I don't know who Haim is, I hope you have a great time at your show tonight. You're going to go out there and kill it, dad. You went, uh-huh. I said, uh, n- not impressed? You were like, nope, not really. I was like, all right, well then, never mind. I guess, uh, I guess that's that. 
Never mind. So anyway, just like this conversation we're having <laughs> right now. I wanted to know, uh, listen, here's the deal. Um, I'm glad you came on the podcast today. I'm glad that you wanted to hang out for just a little bit. I know that because, and the reason why is because you were, you said that this was a little scary before you got on. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you did something that you were afraid of. And that's where growth happens. I don't understand. Do you realize that the words that come out of my mouth, people use as scripture? The things I say, people hang their hat on the words that leave this pie hole. People write it down. They live by these words. You get all this free wisdom in your own house. And you, you literally, you throw it away like a Heim CD. My God. Anyway, you have fun watching the Super Bowl last night? I You were there at the party with us. I was downstairs watching. Up on the mic. <laughs> I didn't watch it. What was your favorite part about the party, though? Watching Young Sheldon. You be- <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, uh, what about Dad's meatballs, huh? They were delicious. They were they were delicious. Let me tell you, delicious. <laughs> Eight essential vitamins and minerals, delicious. Okay, mm-hmm. they were. Because okay. <laughs> apparently, unbeknownst to me, I found out the other day that my daughter, my sister, and my brother-in-law have a text thread going, and the entire theme of the text thread is making fun of my meatball consumption. It didn't start with that. <laughs> but that's where it is now, is it not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. Not all things evolve into what they, they things that's where change happens. Things evolve into what they are supposed to be. That text thread was meant specifically. No, it started when I sent Auntie and Justin those pictures. Of, pictures of what? <laughs> of Auntie Justin and Alice. Oh, okay. All right. And then it just happened to morph into the meatball thread? Yeah. Okay. You weren't there when we were talking about it in the car. No, I know so I you wasn't. Don't understand. No, I know, but I get it. But I was there when you guys disclosed the fact that you have a meatball threat about me, yeah. which I laughed about. It was very funny. But last night, you if you guys did laugh, and then you got mad about it. Yeah, you're right. I did. <laughs> I did. You are right. You are right. I did get angry about it. I wasn't even going to lie there, because I'm. I listen. I'm very sensitive about my uh, attack. What do we call them? What are they? Beef meatballs. I'm very sensitive about the beef meatballs. Here's the other thing I'm very sensitive about. Beef meatball, it's fine as a noun. If you tell people it's a verb, it's a very weird verb. If you tell someone you're about to beef meatball, that's, that's, you, that's the worst verb ever. That is the worst action a man can do. Don't you beef meatball over me. Don't beef. There's no beef meatballing in this house, young lady. You're a povich, not a beef meatballer. We will not. We will not beef meatball in this house. It's like I said. It's a fine noun, weird verb, very weird verb. When you start beef meatballing. Speaking of beef meatballing, the friggin' Philadelphia Eagles beef meatballed all over the field last night. Here we go. Hurts. Gonna throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. (laughs) 
That is the sound of the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, which, (laughs) if you didn't know, kind of got hosed by the referees. You didn't watch the game. I feel as if I'd, I'd just be yelling on deaf ears if I just sat and screamed about the refs because that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in NFL history. Those guys should be ashamed of themselves. My goodness. However, did you did you stick around upstairs long enough to watch the national anthem sing by Chris Stapleton last night? Nope. None of it? No. Did you see it floating around TikTok or anything this morning? No. Okay, listen. It's two and a It's just over two minutes long. We'll play part of it. And you see by the dawn's early light. Great rendition. <laughs> Went a little longer than what I had anticipated. I thought Chris Stapleton was just going to kind of blow right through it, but he kind of held it, you know, held out some of them notes longer than usual. They do have a prop bet every year for the Super Bowl, and that is how long will the national anthem go on? And it's always under over two minutes. I usually almost always pick the under. Because a lot of times the artists, there's, there's no music with it right now. Very seldom do they ever have like a back. Not since Whitney Houston. Usually they just get up and they just sing it a cappella, and they try to get through it quickly because I'm sure the NFL and Fox are like, "Hey, listen, for how beautiful we want this thing, we want the clicks. You're gonna have to make it a little snappy there, Luke Bryant. We got a football game to get moving and a lot of commercials to play." But he was at 206, and I didn't make that bet this year. And if I and here's the thing. When I was going to make that bet, I was actually going to take the over. I was going to take him over two minutes, and he ended up being about two minutes and six seconds. Wow. <clears throat> Thank you for the great commentary. My God, you should be with Harry Doyle up in the booth during a Cleveland Indians game. However, very funny Ben Affleck J-Lo commercial. Did you see that? No. Dunkin' Donuts? You didn't see the... Nope. Didn't see the donkeys? Okay, hang on. This is, this is it from last night. Welcome to Dunkin' and Special. Dunkin' Run, medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Well, well, like, how can it be this inexpensive and good? Cream, no sugar. I'm just gonna have to just give you 10 munchkins. Do I look familiar? Oh. What are you doing here? Ask me if I like Is this what you do when you say you're going to work all day? I gotta go, guys. Grab me a glaze. Okay, so that was probably, of all the commercials I saw last night, that was probably one of my favorites. Do you have a certain commercial right now that you're a big fan of? Because when you were like seven, your favorite was Minnesota Rusco since 1965. You sang it quite often. 
on the mic. Do you have a favorite? No. No? No. There's got to be a commercial or like some sort of TikTok or something out there that you dig. I don't like watch commercials. No? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Because Netflix doesn't have commercials and HBO Max doesn't have commercials. Nope, you're right. Because I pay the premium subscription, <laughs> unlike some people in our family. My who, mom. Who does not <laughs> have a Spotify premium account. She's going to hear you. Good. I told her yesterday. I was like, I wanted to put my foot through the door when we were trying to listen to Spotify on the drive over to the Super Bowl party last night. Because, first off, you can't pick your own song, and then on top of it, they make you listen to commercials. Yep. Garbage. Not a fan. However, let me ask you something real quick. Listen to this. This is a man by the name of Terry Bradshaw talking to Andy Reid, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is what he said in the clip. Let me, I'm going to ask you something about this. Give, give this clip a listen. <laughs> big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. <laughs> Congratulations, Andy. Okay, so people are very upset with Terry Bradshaw. The fact that they he told Andy Reid to waddle over to him. Andy Reid, kind of a bigger guy. I think he has kind of a limp. I think he's had like a couple of surgeries. So he does kind of have a waddle to him. Okay. Is there any sort of ribbing that goes on with you and your friends? Because I feel like the younger generation right now, there is no making fun of, there is no judgment. Or does it happen? Or yeah. is Does it? Yeah. I, I feel like it's not to the extent of what... Well, no, don't get our heads, like, shoved in a toilet or yeah. anything like that. Because I feel like when... I mean, do you have you ever encountered a bully? Yeah. Not like, to me, but, like... Other people? I mean... Do, uh, do, you, do you have a bully in your school? I don't know. I don't really talk to a bunch of people. But is there somebody who is identified as a bully? Is there somebody who has... Probably not. Probably not. I don't really know. <laughs> but you guys, even like in your friend groups, you don't really make fun of each other. Yes, we do. You do? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, to what extent, though? Like, g give me an example of what it is that you make fun of somebody about. No? It just, like, happens, you know? <laughs> okay. Like, it's mostly about, like, something that happens, like, that day, you know? Is there somebody primarily in the group that gets picked on more than yes. somebody else? Yeah, who is it? Isabella. Isabella? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Grace make fun of her so much. <laughs> I feel as... Mostly it, for her height, because she's, like, really tall. She is very tall. She, I mean, she was taller than me. She is taller than you. No, 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 but she was taller than me when you guys met in sixth grade, I think. I was not friends with her in sixth grade, so okay. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, seventh grade? Yeah, you were friends I with her I was not, no, I was what? at home in seventh grade. Oh, that's right, stupid COVID. Yeah. So you guys didn't actually, she never came to the house until eighth grade? No. But, I, mean, I don't know, okay, so then let's back it up. I bet in sixth grade she probably was taller than me then. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you could probably go back to fourth grade and her and I would have been in a height contest, legging it out. <laughs> it'd have been close it would have been very very close okay but I'm very like impressed with how little and like I, I get that it's sort of part of the you know like the human makeup that we make fun of each other but I'm very impressed with how little you kids do it and how it it's very like it sort of rolls off the backs uh, it just rolls off of you kids The when we were kids like 
My friends kidnapped me one time. Like set it up and had me kidnapped. It's traumatizing when that happens. I mean, our friends, we used to, I mean, there was crazy stuff. We used to just pick up like dog poop and just throw oh, it at each wow. other. Like it was the craziest. Yeah, we used to like hit each other with Roman candles and stuff. Like, why do you have a Roman candle? It was crazy. On the mic, on the mic. So, anyways, um, I'm impressed with the way you kids handle yourselves towards one another because it feels like nowadays kids are much more sympathetic and non judgmental, even though it does happen, obviously. They are much better towards each other than what they were when we were kids. You know? Like, I, I feel like a lot of, like, the name calling has gone away. Because there were certain words that we used to say when we were kids that you cannot get away with now. Or can you? I don't know. Oh, okay. Is there, a certain, is there, like, a certain word or anything that you call each other or, like, a derogatory word that you call somebody? No. No? See what I mean? Like... <laughs> If you would have asked me that question when I was 14, I'd have had 17 different words that we rattle off about, you know, the kid in class who talks with a lisp. <laughs> you know, like, that's just who we were when we were kids. And I feel like it's much different for you guys. You're much more forgiving and inclusive than what we were. And we were the worst. Just the worst. Okay. I'm just saying, like it's wildly different what you guys, who you as kids are nowadays compared to what we were when we were kids. Also, I also noticed that you guys are definitely going away from like the woke generation. The woke generation about like pronouns and like none of that stuff you guys do. What do you mean? Yeah, you know how like, well, because like, there's people my age who think all of it is – I'm not a big fan of anybody like under the age of 35. And I feel like because we're dealing with so many of like – we're dealing with so many crappy adults between the ages of like 19 and 34, you know, who are like, hey, man, you got to be inclusive with everybody. And you, you got to make sure you tell them what your pronouns are and blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like you, this generation is rebelling against, <coughs> excuse me, the next generation, which is, there's a bunch of kids right now that are 24 years old with blue hair, and they're completely worried about the planet and about how everything, and you guys are looking at those kids just going, ugh, why are you guys worrying about all this? This seems like such garbage. Because I, I feel like you don't, you, I feel like you guys don't have that. Well, what's like the number one pressing thing in your age group right now? Like, what do you kids talk about? I don't know. There's got to be something. Because I don't know if you noticed last night, like we were dealing with adults watching the Super Bowl who were upset that the Chiefs fans were doing the chop. They got to stop doing the chop. You can't do the chop. You can't do the chop. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. If we stop doing the chop, are all race relations going to be 100% solved? If we stop doing the chop, I feel like you guys, your generation doesn't care about NFL team names or the chop. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What's some great insight we had tonight. I'm very, very glad that you decided to do this. I'm glad that you decided to do this (laughs) because I'm happy that you came out of your shell a little bit. 
Because listen, at 14 years old, it's very much so. And I was like that. You just you shut your door to the room. You hang out. You do your own thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I this is a this is a breakthrough in our relationship. It, we've it's changed now because you are growing into somebody who is an adult. Okay. You're growing into somebody who makes her own decisions. You just started driver's ed tonight. That was not even like a real. Though. I just sat on my bed and she just talked. Well, yeah, I but didn't do anything. No, but it's still this first step in the journey of becoming a licensed driver, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Well, Grace didn't do it. Well, no, but but I'm just saying, like, you are becoming a person who is making in less than you know in in less than two years, you're going to be driving your own vehicle. So you're becoming a person that is much more independent. The fact that I leave four nights out of the week to go do stand-up and you hang out here many a times with the dog or like some friends or it, it's our, the dynamic of our relationship is changing. You are becoming a much more resourceful individual and that's good. You should be, be those things. Although I do believe you should take that goddamn job at Valley Fair because that would be the best. No. That would be, listen. You listen oh, to your so listen listen to your papa. Listen Stop. to your papa. Don't say <laughs> that. Listen to papa. Papa's telling you the job at Valley Fair would be great. No, it would. It'd be a, it's a good gig. No, They'd, because no, because they, if all my friends are there and I just see them, then they're just walking and doing their own thing, and I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, in a second you're done making money. You can go and hang out with them. Not if I work until ten. I don't think you can work till ten. Why couldn't I? Because I don't. I don't think by law you can work until ten. I think you have to be done working by the time the sun goes down. They're open at 10, though. Yeah, I get that. But or I think open. your age, I think you can only work between certain hours. I think you can only work until mm -hmm. like 5 o'clock or something. They have laws for that kind of stuff. It was the Wild West. When I was your age, I was hauling shingles up a roof. We used to start at like 6.30 a.m. We went all day. Yeah, but that was like... How long ago was it? What were you going to say? No, I was going to say that was like a family thing. Yeah, it was a family like, thing. So but there it was... wasn't like, a, like you had to do like... Did you have to do like job applications and stuff like that? No, but it was. But, like, but I still got paid for well, it. Well, yeah, I get that, but like. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, but I, I don't know. We still had gigs. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. I think that Valley Fair thing would be great. Mm. Either way, you can flip burgers or you can run the tilt a whirl. But at some point, um, you're going to have to get yourself a jobby job. Snoop D O double G, Snoop Doggy Dog, got to get a jobby job. That's all I'm saying. Time to get a jobby job. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no free ride. <laughs> well, listen, I How love long you. Is this? <laughs> I'm just about ready to launch into this whole soliloquy about how much I'm proud of her. And she's like, how much more? How much longer do I have to keep doing this? Ugh. God. Ugh, my dad's hopes and dreams. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, I got more Young Sheldon that needs to not being watched. Somebody needs to be watching Young Sheldon. My dad really trying to make a name for himself. Ugh. <laughs> All right, we're going to beef meatball it out of here. I am very proud of you, and I love you. <laughs> okay? okay? You're great. You're money. I like hanging out with you, and thanks for doing this with me tonight. This will probably be the last time you ever do it. Even though you're always more than welcome to, mm -hmm. anytime you want, I imagine this will be the last time. Mm 
But anyway, and I apologize to everybody who is listening who didn't get a chance to listen to this on Instagram or find it on Instagram for whatever reason. It was not working anymore. You're totally going to tangle that cord, aren't you? It's going to take me hours to be able to get that thing untangled. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, every single morning, uh, starting February 20th, you're going to be able to find me 7 to 10 a.m. on the Tom Bernard podcast. You can find that on the new Tom Bernard app. You are freezing. My goodness, child. Oh, my. Don't move anywhere. You can unplug something. Hang on a second. We're just wrapping this podcast up. Don't move anywhere yet. You can find me every single day on the Tom Bernard podcast. It starts uh, 7 a.m., streamed live until 10 a.m., and then it'll be pushed out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever it is that you get your podcast. And every single Monday night, 7 p.m., a long walk to Cleveland. Don't forget Valentine's Day tomorrow night, which I'm guessing most of you will probably get this on Valentine's Day. So tonight, you can find me at House of Comedy. Tickets are at rudypovich.com. Myself, Jeff Fozer, Lauren Rice. And then uh, March 16th to the 18th, Batavia, Illinois, at the Comedy Vault with Adam Ray. And then also catch me on March 23rd, Woodstock, Illinois, with Tammy Pescatelli. You can find all of those dates, rudypovich.com. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every Monday night, 7 p.m., we go live every single time you guys do it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kinley, for coming to hang out. And thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.